I want to talk about, uh, I just saw Black, Pan- Black Panther. If you follow me on Twitter, I was going crazy about it because I loved every second of it. And, um, you know, I think I'm like, I'm like now Namor sexual. I'm going to be straight with it. Like, I, uh, yeah, there's something about that man. And however, I saw it in Aruba and all the subtitles were in Spanish. So I need to go back and see it again because I have no You do need to see it again. There's that. so much to say in it. There's so much to talk about with that film. Well, listen, all they were doing was speaking in a language I couldn't I couldn't read. So I'm clearly going to... This, this is how they get you. This is how they get you. They make you go see it in a language you can't understand. So you have to go see it again. These numbers... Oh, yeah. Completely inflated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, Lisa. I sure. just... I, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Anyway, everybody, welcome to Simply Amazing. The best, number one, aka top of the charts. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, top 40, top of the charts, uh, Nightcrawler podcast. Listen, if we, if 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 you want to compare us to other Nightcrawler podcasts, we're like the Taylor Swift of Nightcrawler podcasts. And I say that only because that whole thing just happened with Ticketmaster. People are going crazy for her like they're going crazy <laughs> for us. There are dozens of us people. Dozens. And of course, I am Lisa, aka the OG Nocturne. Here we have a very special guest uh, on today. But before we introduce him, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my fabulous co-host, the stunning, the gorgeous, just covered in light and love and curtness, Lauren. Tell me about yourself, girl. Oh, uh, thank you. We did put up our Christmas tree today, so it was very Kurt energy Yay! in the house. Yeah, and I've got my little Bamp shirt on. Um, but yeah, I'm Lauren, your friendly neighborhood by, and I'm super excited um, to have our guests on today because I think he's bringing to the table a super important topic that I think uh, everybody great. kind of talks about here and there, but it's never like brought to the forefront. So I'm super excited uh, to talk about this today. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Lance is here with us and he found us through our website and submitted a little idea. And if you have anyone out there wants to submit an idea, let us know. But Lance had an amazing idea to talk about with Kurt. And uh, Lance, take it away. Tell us what you want to talk about. Well, um, actually, I did not find you through your website. I oh, found Lauren. That's okay. At Heroes Con. Uh, <laughs> it we was were, me. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were lurking around uh, Patty Cochran. And uh, she mm-hmm. noticed that I had a little bit of, of Nightcrawler poking out from under my shirt. And so I, I mm-hmm. my sleeve, uh, wait, this is, this is, is this, this is a, this is a, a kids friendly podcast or not? I should. Uh, l- wait, listen, wait. you're, you're the one married. So you say whatever you want, as long as it doesn't, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I have Nightcrawler on my bicep. So yes. So I, I showed her my tattoo and she showed me the website or the, you know, the public podcast and everything on it. And so, uh, so we were finally able to put something together. That's awesome. We're so excited about that. We, we, we love meeting people in person. Um, I mean, it's not like we're, you know, I'm joking, obviously, when I call us a Taylor Swift of anything, because we're not that big. But it's always cool to kind of like meet people out there and, um, and everything. And, and Lance, you brought up this amazing topic that we're going to talk about today, which is uh, the inconsistencies in Kurt's character. So tell us what what made you uh, decide on that? And what what do you want to talk about? So uh, Nightcrawler is my favorite character as you probably uh, think uh, given that I have my tattoo but so weird. there's there's you know there, he's got so few fa- he's got so few fans I mean that's so weird <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, but I mean, his, his, his origin's a little messed up, and there were just a few things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, the, the first is that if mutants uh, are supposed to, you know, have their powers expressed or, or you know, all that happen at adolescence, then, then how come he comes out and he's blue and fuzzy and, you know, immediately has all his abilities? Yeah, so I want to touch on that because he doesn't have all of his abilities when he's first born. Even though this goes Fair. back and forth, uh, with with some canon, but in canon that I accept and that I've seen written, um, he doesn't get his teleportation powers until he's like an adolescent. However, he does. He is born blue and furry, and and I think a lot of that has to do with probably like being a second generation or a third or who God knows who Mystique's parents are, uh, generation mutant. But it is like it's it's a rare thing for mutants. Like not a lot of mutants have like the only other mutant I can think of other than like. Nightcrawler adjacent mutants, like obviously Nocturne was born that way, but like her father was. So like, I know Madrox was born with his power, but otherwise I'm not 100% sure of uh, many others, which is interesting. I feel like there's a rule there that's being broken, right? That that hasn't been explained. Like, what? how is that happening? Because I feel like, I feel like especially with Kurt and Mystique, right? And then whoever Mystique's parents are, I think to learn more about Kurt, we have to see more of Mystique. We're going to see more of her past um, because we're not counting Azazel at this point, And we're waiting for oh. destiny to be that to be fixed. We're waiting, Marvel. You're, you're, you're almost halfway there. Um, but other than that, I think, yeah, we have to look more into mystique. And also like, I think they'd have to explore the possibility that they're more than just a mutant. Does that make sense? Like maybe there's another species that we don't know about that they fit. So, so what I wanted, what I wanted to bring up is that uh, Peter David actually handled this during one of his runs on X Factor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, he said that initially mutants did have all their powers and abilities and, and you know physical deformities or however you want to characterize them at birth, um, but that didn't exactly lead to mutants sticking around very long. Oh, if I can put yeah. that delicately, um, so mutants evolved to have their powers come about at adolescence because that increased the chances that they would live to adulthood. I love that. And I think the term he used was a throwback or something like that to, <laughs> to explain, which, you know, throwback you know, mutants. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but he used, he used Madrox because again, that was one of the main characters in his run. Uh, and, and yeah, there, there appears to be a spectrum, if you will, that, that some mutants come out, you know, with blue and furry and some mutants, uh, you know, wait till adolescence or whenever. So I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It is. And, you know, it's kind of funny you say that because, I mean, it's not, it's sad to talk about now, but it's not uncommon in, in nature that, you know, if you have a, a, chi a, a child or, you know, that is born deformed or whatever else, you know, a, a lot of animals will abandon that child because, you know, sure. to rival the fittest, right? And like, in, it's not like in early human times we didn't do the same thing. And also, I mean, Kurt's lit, Kurt's whole backstory kind of lends to that because his mother threw him off a cliff as soon as she saw him. So, so like clearly, it you know it hasn't it didn't end that long ago. Yeah, I think I don't know that is that is such a major inconsistency that I'd like to see uh dealt with more i mean i think even during the krakoan era could be a good time to do it especially with the emphasis that this era has been having more on like 
sinister side of things and cloning and science and things like that. Um, it could be a good way to explore that. Like what if, you know, he had issues with making these new clones that were supposed or whatever they were supposed to see in, in sins of sinister, where he's going to use parts of nightcrawler with, with other uh, mutants DNA. I wonder if that could have any play in terms of like, Oh, well, this one's going to pop up immediately, but this one's abilities might not come later, but I'm going to mesh them together and see what happens. That would be really cool if they tackled that, but I doubt it. Yeah. What's, what's the, I, I think I've seen a picture of a Wagnerine, I believe is what the, of yeah. The I'm, names I'm, they chose. <laughs> I, I'm a little iffy on this whole sinister thing coming up, but that's, but that's just me. Yeah. Well, it's probably yeah. not just me. It's, it's not I, just you. Yeah, I mean, I've said this several times. I feel like the whole thing that's coming up with Sinister, it's like, it's been done. Um, the whole idea that, you know, they're going to use Kurt's DNA to make all these other at characters. I mean, it's literally been done. So I, mm. you know, although I do enjoy that, like, Nathan's finally, like, getting onto the Wagner DNA train. Like, you've been on the Summer's DNA train for how long? And it's like, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, the Wagner DNA or the Wagner DNA train is clearly where it's at. So toot toot. <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't deny that. I have no response to that. <laughs> that tends to that tends to be what we do on this podcast. We tend to leave people speechless and sometimes it's for better, sometimes it's for worse. So so That's fair. That's fair. We'll take So so okay, so 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 I'm gonna ask for a little leeway on this one because <laughs> again, you know, we 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 brought up the, the, the red guy that that's that's uh-huh. supposedly canon Kurt's dad right now. Ugh. So, 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 so again, give me some leeway here. If, <laughs> if that, if that guy actually is Kurt's dad, then, then what's Kurt's mutant ability? Because almost everything that he has that they've attributed to the character as a mutant ability theoretically comes from his dad. No, so I it think- wouldn't make. I think, I mean, because that's something that I was thinking about when you first brought up uh, the first inconsistency you mentioned. Um, His mutant ability, if you think about it, is teleportation. Without a doubt, that is his mutant power. Kind of like how Logan's isn't how strong he is, or it's his healing factor. It's not his claws, obviously. It's his healing factor. So, I don't know. That's, you know, that's still a good question as to where the blue and, and the fuzzy and, and the tail and all that come from. That's just genetics, I feel like. Um, whether Azazel is his father or whether it's Mystique, because that's the thing. We Again, we don't know enough about Mystique. She could be the father, as Claremont intended, if they decided to retcon it, make Destiny the parent. And again, she can shapeshift into a form. She could have all kinds of genes we don't know about, right? Because she shapeshifted so many times, probably slept with more people than we even want to think about. I mean, she great and Creed exists, like, which is very unfortunate, but yeah, poor. Well, you know, I mean, (laughs) someone's gotta be, someone's gotta be the black sheep of the family. So listen, I'm not, this is not slut shaming. It's just, she slept with saber tooth. Like who does that? Not me. That's for sure. (laughs) Uh, Have you guys read the uh, one shot about when great and Creed was uh, conceived? No, and that sounds horrible. No, it's <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's actually one of the decent things that Chuck Austin wrote. It's not a bad story. Um, it's a little heavy-handed. It's a little silly. But basically, where it comes from is, like, she is, she's like, um, disguised as Lenny, and she's, like, running away. And he tries to kind of insinuate that she's running away from the mob that was after her after she gave birth to Nightcrawler. 
Mm-hmm. And and she runs into Sabretooth and like they end up hanging out and becoming fuck buddies. And like Sabretooth like falls hard for her, is like legit in love with her. And she's just like, whatever. And I think I think she like tells him she's pregnant and then immediately like calls the FBI or CIA or SHIELD or someone to like come arrest him. So it's a very mystique story. Like it's very like this is a bitch who uses everybody to yeah. get what she wants. Except again, like, you know, everything comes back to, you know, destiny, right? Like since now the marker I feel like when Mystique is destiny onward and before destiny and basically we know nothing before destiny everything we know is destiny onward if we're talking about time wise so i'd be interested to see before destiny what she was like because we only know what she because now with the moral x-men number eight we got that slight background additional background with with her and destiny and kind of how they met and things like that Anyways, this is becoming a mystique episode. I'm loving it. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, no. you know, th- these things are going to happen when uh, when the two of you get together. Um, so, so Lauren, you 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 still you still think that even though Azazel has the the teleportation, that teleportation is Nightcrawler's mutant ability. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If if, if he's the dad again, I'm 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 asking for a lot of leeway here. No, yeah, I got you. No, I'm just I'm just saying. So if I'm wrong, somebody correct me because if I'm honest, now I feel like I'm very shaken in the science of becoming a mutant. To be honest, but to, no, I think I think being a mutant can also again, if I'm wrong, I might be wrong, but I think it can also be slightly genetic. So he could have also gotten that from his father, but that's still his mutant ability. It had to, you know. If, if if he if it had gone the other way, like you said, it would have emerged in adolescence. Instead, it emerged. Well, do we know when his teleportation emerged? Actually, I think that's a good question too. Yeah, he he was like a he was like a. Actually, what's funny is you know we're about to cover this uh, when we get to the next two issues of Nightcrawler. Um, eventually, when we get there, but uh, yeah, he according to the canon I've seen, he was like. 13, 14 years old, maybe, maybe 12, when he got his teleportation powers. Ha! Mutant! That's his mutant ability. <laughs> it came during adolescence. We're problem solving today, everybody. <laughs> I think, and the other thing, too, to consider is he, uh, he also, what's the word I'm looking for? He, um, he has, a, he does have some powers that are very specific to him that a lot of them haven't been used in a long time, like him being able to, like, blend into the shadows like in the beginning it wasn't like mm. he could just it wasn't like he was just dark enough that he hid in the shadows and people didn't see him it was literally like he became part of the shadows and as like they even had like images of you know half his body was in shadow and you just his body had completely disappeared so there's that there's his wall crawling because i don't think mystique or azazel are wall crawlers um so like there are things that the problem is and i think this is the issue with just serialized media media in general is that every writer who comes along wants to put their stamp on certain characters and wants to kind of give you something interesting and exciting. And of course, not every art writer is interested in every character, but certain writers, Chuck Austin, for example, right back then, take a specific like affinity to a certain character and want to do more with them, with, which then leads to these ridiculous stories of, you know, the devil is the Catholic guy's dad and... Uh, you know, and, and it, it it's one of those things where, you know, when, when you have, like, this is serialized media, like, the, I can't think of anything that has been other than, like, the, the cartoons in the paper, which aren't really serialized for the most part, 
that has been going on as long as comic books. You know, you're talking about these, this is a, these stories started in some cases in like the twenties and thirties and have been going on almost a hundred years. I mean, the X-Men only started mm -hmm. in 1960, but still that's a very long time to be doing this serialized media uh, and not expect any little hiccups and, you know, things that don't work. It's one of those things like Connor says, don't worry about it. Right. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't explain everything. If you try to explain everything, you're just going to go crazy. Just accept that everybody, you know, there's a guy with laser beams that shoot out of his eyes. Everything else is relative. I don't know. So there's that. Go ahead, Lance. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Lauren. No, 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 no. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I just, you're, you're absolutely right, Lisa, but that's kind of the fun of talking about this stuff and knowing oh, yeah. that at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter which way the conversation goes, it's going to be what it is. Um, and I think it's something that I've actually never really thought about as an iCarly fan, because I don't think I've actually sat and been asked, what's his mute power? And it been something that we can actually debate. It's like, oh, this teleportation. And then, you know, like Lance's point out this entire time, how do you explain the blue? How do you explain the tail? And then Lisa just point out, how do you explain the wall crawling, the, the camouflaging in the shadows, essentially? Like, all these different things. Are they skills that he got from a parent or was taught somewhere or what have you? Or are they actually his mutant gene? that got unlocked and honestly i kind of i kind of love to sit down with like somebody in the x office today and like ask them that question and then have them like have to explain it like okay so what's the ability teleportation okay so why is he blue why is this happening i'm not sure they i like you said i'm not sure they could even answer it because it's been up in the air so i think now lancer kind of unlocking this whole realm of kurt that has been able to explore before like it's been unlocked to explore but i think people have kind of shut away and put away because they don't need to um you've kind of just brought that to the light even for me like we need to explore more we still don't have enough information about kurt we don't have enough information about his parentage we don't have information about mystique there's so much more to unlock and then lisa you also made me think what's it gonna be like when the x-men turn 100 that's gonna be the craziest year ever y'all like we're gonna be losing our minds the entire year Oh, God. God help us. We're all still here. I mean. God help us. They better be in the MCU by that point. I mean, for real. <laughs> Dear God, they wouldn't wait that long, would they? Oh, oh God. They better not. They better not. <laughs> Listen, I've already got the torches and pitch pitchforks. Give me a reason, Marvel. Just give me a reason. I'll fly back up. I'm only two and a half hours outside of New York City, buddy. I'm coming. <laughs> okay, actually, that is not a real threat. Please do not send the FBI. <laughs> but but I think I think the um, you know the fact the fact that Nightcrawler's teleportation has always been brought up as his mutant ability speaks to the fact that maybe that a guy really isn't his dad. That if if that is his mutant ability, um, then maybe a, a certain blue uh, character is his dad. I don't know. So I'm going to throw a wrench in that. In ah, don't. No, no wrenches. You're disproving your favorite theory? Is no, that no, no, no. I'm not disproving my favorite theory that Azazel is not his father because he's not his father. Mystique is his father. I'm, I'm going to throw a wrench in the whole, well, if his father can teleport, then teleportation is not his mutant ability. Because then how do you explain Polaris? Okay, but, but, but we've seen this both ways. It, when it comes to mutants, you know, you've got, you've got Banshee and Siren and, yes. you know, you've got Magneto and Polaris, but then you also, and, and of course, I, it's, since, since I've gotten two that, that demonstrate that, I'm not going to be able to think of any other mutant parents that have offspring that have different uh, abilities. I mean, but Cyclops I know and Jean, literally all of their children. 
Thank you. Thank you. Laura. Well, if you okay. want to talk about if you want to talk about children with different abilities, we can bring up my girl Nocturne because Nocturne does not have any of the abilities her parents have. Perfect. Yeah, I don't so, know. So yes. So I think you're rolling the genetic dice, and sometimes yeah. you get the same thing, and sometimes you don't. Ew! What if it turns out that Azazel and Mystique are actually related, and that's why? Don't start with that. It can't. Not uh, every ex person needs to be uh, related. We need to stop the madness. PSA, uh, everyone, all uh, writers out there, please stop the madness. We don't need uh, to draw an L word diagram. Maybe we'll do that on a live one day. I'll just start a diagram behind me with a big whiteboard. And while Lisa's like uh, screaming and drunk, I'll just start connecting everybody to each other. That girl, would be there, fun. Is the, there is not a whiteboard big enough in <laughs> That's why it'd be a start. It would be a start. You you would get you would get halfway through everybody Wolverine fucked and you'd already be through three whiteboards. Listen, like, it, it's it's already so easy with Kurt. Okay, if we're counting people that you've just dated, the second he connects to Rachel, he's with the Summers family. It's over. Oh the whole board God. is going to explode. That was a whole. Mess. Wait, is this is this like a six degrees of Nightcrawler or something? Is that <laughs> is that what we're talking about? Here? <laughs> That's a thing we do as well. That's a thing we do as well. Yeah. We, we have we have opened it up to the floor that anybody who wants to come and be on a guest on, on our show, all we need to do is connect whatever you want to talk about to Nightcrawler within six degrees and almost anything fits in it. And that's what Lisa does. That's her superpower. That's her mutant ability she's got in her like perfect teen age. Obviously, she's a teen. Oh, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. I mean, obviously. Yes, of course. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. Um, yeah, that, that and my uh, dinosaur Christmas sweaters. Those are my mutant powers. Yes. Ice. Amazing. Yeah. Lance, what's another inconsistency that you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I think an, another one that I wanted to bring up is that, that the you know, well, okay. I didn't finish the, the story that ends in a D or that starts in a D that talks about Nightcrawler. Okay. Um, because I thought it's that okay. was horrible. Yeah, it's okay. I, I, it's a, you don't have to finish it. I won't, I won't call it by name because my, my theory is that anytime somebody calls that story by name, God kills a bamf and, <laughs> oh, and nobody, nobody wants that. No. Nobody oh. wants that. Oh, I've got, but, I've but, got a, I've got a code word for us. We'll call it okay. Malfoy. Malfoy. I can't. Of course. <laughs> it That's works, like right? so close. It's like saying it. But it works. Oh we'll take God. it. We could just call it Voldemort at this point. Yeah, but Malfoy, Draco, Malfoy, whatever. Yeah, I think that's why I don't like it, but it's fine. All it's right, fine. <laughs> Continue, Lance. Sorry. This is what we do. <laughs> I, 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 I totally lost wherever I was going with that one. Um, it was about how you didn't finish reading the Malfoy and... I didn't. Because uh, it just didn't make any sense and and I choose to ignore it. And I think we do need to somehow do the retcon um, with with the version of it that the two of you keep pushing. Yeah. Uh, oh. With Mystique. And destiny, and I actually, I, I, I well, I, I'm sure everyone has ways that can that to correct that story. Do do well, what, do you two have, have your favorite way of, of of how to how to retcon that or how to fix it? I, well, do. I oh, go ahead, Lisa. I was gonna say I want to hear yours, Lance, because I feel like we've talked about ours quite a bit on the pod. I'm very interested to hear another point of view that's not us just screaming. We're right, do it. <laughs> yeah, actually, Lance, you tell you tell us what your idea is first, and I'll tell you what mine was. Okay. All right. So so. My version is that at some time in the past, um, Azazel learns of a prophecy where a teleporting demon, you know, nice and nice and vague, like something bad's going to happen to him. 
So he goes through all this work to alter reality to have it be a mutant that's about to be born um, to the to this lovely couple, uh, and so it's going to the bad stuff is going to happen to Nightcrawler as opposed to himself, um, or Destiny realizes that there's no way that her child can have a safe, happy life if she stays with them. So it's destiny that goes out of her way to somehow alter reality so that nobody remembers that it's, that it's mystique and destiny's kid and nightcrawler goes off to have, you know, his own, uh, you know, birth circumstance and it just messes everything up essentially. Okay, you've put way more thought into this than we have. Lisa, speak for yourself. No, I love it. I love both ideas. My idea was just uh, being like, he's the devil. He fucking lies. It's literally, he's called the Prince of Lies. Like, and why'd Mystique lie? Why'd Mystique lie too? Yes, she lies all the freaking time. Like, you're yeah. taking the word of two people who, like, in history, both X-Men history and outside X-Men history are known for their lies. So why are we listening to them? That's my whole, how do you fix it? So clearly not as well thought out as yours. All right, Marvel, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, I'll write it. I especially, I'll write it. I especially like it. And I think either way could work, but especially the second one, for some reason, spoke to me a bit in terms of like Destiny has really kind of had her own renaissance as a character with the Krakow and era, uh, kind of like how Moira Matagger did. And now she's just fucking evil. You know, what's new. Um, so I think that would add more layers to destiny's character while she's still fucking evil. Cause that's the thing about destiny, especially is she's still fucking evil, but she thinks she always thinks she's doing the noble right thing when she does something, whether it's for mutant kind and who's to say she wouldn't do that for, you know her own biological child because rogue's adopted and she does love rogue like that is very clear um but i think also i personally think she would she would hide um she would find a way to like hide the truth from mystique like she would put implant memories or have somebody implant memories into mystique's head to think it was azazel and stuff so that mystique wouldn't care about the child so she would throw him off a cliff right um instead of keep it forever and then the the future that destiny sees doesn't go the way it needs to if destiny sees oh she has to do this or this is the way things have to be she's going to make it so that mystique doesn't have that conscious of i can't do this to this child because it's destiny's mystique doesn't care about children but she cares about destiny right so i feel like she would have a lot more care on her if and when she ever found out or was realized that that was actually destiny's child as well now all of a sudden she's like car come here kid he's gonna be like no you want to play baseball with me like some dumb shit yeah. like that. I, I agree with that because I think the biggest the biggest question that needs to be answered if you do the Destiny and Mystique uh, retcon is why would Mystique have gotten rid of him then? Because it, like that, you know, it's like this is this if that's their child that she had with like literally the love of her life, like there's no one else for Mystique that's above Destiny in her eyes there. I find it really hard to believe unless Destiny was involved and made it happen that mystique would just be like i'm gonna throw this baby away um but you know who knows mystique's fucking crazy so i mean i mean well it's also a big thing i feel like so so uh, bringing some queer context in there i feel like it's even more of a big deal that if mystique and destiny had a biological child they're two women technically god knows of mystique right that can we can learn about background there but we're gonna just assume for now like they're both 
you know, they both present themselves as women majority of the time, they're having a child, that's fucking huge. So I feel like that would be even more significant, even if, yeah, Mystique's a heartless bitch and she does what she wants majority of the time and or for Destiny and that's it. But that's still pretty significant. So I feel like, yeah, again, like if if we don't retcon, because that's the thing too, if we think about it, if we're retconning Azazel and all that, we can retcon the cliff scene. That can be gone. That's the thing we have to realize yeah. too, is that how far do we want to take this retcon? And if we want to, all that can be just by. And honestly, I'm for that. Get rid of all of it. <laughs> well, that's that's true. That's a good point because the the cliff scene only exists in Mystique's memories. It's not like it's something that anyone was there to witness. Like Kurt doesn't remember, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be as simple as, you know, that didn't happen the way that they said, and maybe like they knew that they couldn't keep him, so they found him a family. I mean, there's a lot of different, you know, even like Margali has a thousand different stories about how she found Kurt, like, and none of them are, like, make sense with the others. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think that there is a story where Margali's like, yeah, I found you Moses floating in the river. Like, no, it's, you know, <laughs> I think one of the ones was like, I found you with your father who was dying and he told me to take care of you. And then another, like, there's all these different stories that she came up with. And, you know, not, like, nope. Fucking Kurt Wagner. Not a single woman in his life has been honest. Uh, not a single one. Even his fucking girlfriend, who's his sister, lied about it. So, it, it, like, no, none, none of them are honest. Can, can we wreck on that, too? Can we can we make it so oh, that, okay. like, somehow they're, <sighs> I don't know, just, can we, like, if we're fixing stuff, let's definitely fix that. But, wow. But, we, yeah, it, it, I mean, like, yeah, let's let's just do a whole slate, you know, let's just, let's just fix everything. Lance, Lance is about to borrow your pitchfork and torch, Lisa, and march up to Marvel with a oh, list. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, it's always it's always bothered. Well, okay, I won't say it's always bothered me because because at first, um, you know, Mystique was supposed to be with this German prince or king or whoever the heck he was, and that was supposed to be his parentage. But but then when they introduced the whole Zazel thing, it's like, well, wait. So neither person who was there that night was who they were supposed to be. Like, why? Like, why do they have to layer complication upon lie? Well, why just, would Azazel do that? That's the thing that doesn't make sense. Like, you just get to party in your little hell or wherever the mention that is. Like, why, why are well, you coming I, up here? And that doesn't well, make sense. So that was actually explained to the Malfoy that, no, that you know, I understand we don't want to read. Da, but, da. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole thing was Azazel was creating children on this side of the plane in order to like use the children that he created to create a portal so he could bring his, it was so fucking stupid. I mean, like I'm getting, I'm losing brain cells just explaining it. Um, <laughs> it but basically, yes, but, but you defend the Austin run all the time in this. And, okay. and, and I don't, don't give I, me I, second I can't land. understand that. She wants I to talk about it more. It. She wants to talk about it more on this pod. <laughs> They're not a priest or like the mutant communion oh. or whatever the, we're going to break on that too. My brain hurts. My brain hurts. I'm sorry. I need a moment. Go ahead. Talk, listen, talk amongst yourselves. Listen, I love the Austin run for the same reasons I love Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because it's a fucking disaster and everybody in it is crazy and they do crazy things. And I truly believe, I'm going to say it right now. I truly believe that one day I will have a podcast where I will have a bunch of friends on it and we will all do dramatic readings of the Austin run. Pardon me. We, I will play Lorna. We will start with Sacred Vows because that is so batshit wall, off the wall crazy. Now, again, back in the early 2000s when I was reading the Austin run, as it was coming out, it was not as fun because it was happening in real time and all these changes were happening to these characters I loved. But looking back on it, 
it's just camp. It's not, it's just camp. It's just crazy camp. But it, but it's supposed to be canon camp. That's the problem. I know, yeah. but canon, canon is relative. You know, I think, like, you know, I think uh, I like seeing that they're doing like different X-Men stories now. So like we have the current X-Men stuff, the canon, then we have X-Men legend stuff happening, then we have something else. So I think honestly, I think it'd be cool and maybe I'm going completely off the rails here, but I think it'd be cool to see like Xbox like merge off like you know like x-men au books and stuff where they just get to play around where they get to do camp where they can make a reality show on pages like oh, why wow. not do that because because clearly these writers want to do that with these characters which i totally get i'd love to see it but like you said lance not in canon do some au shit make like an X-Men label. Like DC has black label. They do all their crazy shit with. Let the X-Men have their own label in Marvel. Their own imprint where they just do crazy shit. They're their own universe anyway. Let's be real. Can I just point out they did have that. It was called Exiles and it was fucking amazing. And they should uh, do and it again. Read it, and they should do it again. <laughs> and also they did the they did the Real Housewives slash reality TV one with X-Static slash X-Force. Yeah. Which was also fucking amazing. Both those books were absolutely amazing. So I... Uh, you know what, Marvel? I'm coming. Me and Lance, Lauren, <laughs> we're there. We're, we're there. We're on our way. But 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 just just one last thing about the Austin run isn't isn't that when there were rumors that like Nightcrawler had two penises? Like, wasn't that a okay. whole thing? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I just I, okay. I gotta throw that out there. Okay, like, I just got to. We are gonna have to do a whole episode on this because <laughs> I real... that's an after dark episode. You can come back for Lance if you want. We'll have <laughs> yeah. you back. But long story short, the two penis thing <laughs> does not. It it is not canon. It does not come from a book. It does not come. It literally was Chuck Austin did an interview when they were doing X two, and it might be it's either on the DVD extras or something. Mm-hmm. He was doing an interview when they were doing X two because he was the main writer of Nightcrawler at the time, and Nightcrawler was the big breakout car- character in that movie. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about it. And all he said, literally all he said, look it up, people. All he said was <laughs> Nightcrawler's got two fingers. You know what that means. And like, and everybody just went, everybody's just taking it and gone crazy. Like Nightcrawler's got two penises. He doesn't. Look up Dave Cockrum's porn. He has no, he has one penis. <laughs> look up Dave Cockrum's porn. And you should. His porn is very good. I actually like, listen, uh, Dave Cockrum's son is out there somewhere. He's probably listening, probably not. But you should listen because I will pay good money to buy one of the Nightcrawler porns. So please get in touch. I hope he's listening. He's our celebrity guest listener of the day. <laughs> yes, he is. Dave Cockrum's son, whose name I can't remember. Ivan, maybe? I don't know. Damn. I'm sorry, I'm sorry uh, Mr. Cockrum Jr., sir. <laughs> exactly. So, well, Lance, was there anything else you wanted to cover? I, I think, I mean, you know, we talked about Nightcrawler's penises. So, you know, I think I'm yeah. at that point. Anytime. Yeah. That gets brought up. I'm filled with joy while Lisa wants to die. It's a great <laughs> contrast. It's just <laughs> so dumb. It's it's just it's, it was it was a stupid aside someone made in an interview that has now somehow become fucking canon, and I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> I like people love to argue about it, and it's just like it's just you know what. Maybe, maybe one of our lives next year will be, um, we'll have like, uh, we'll have our first like Kurt debate where like somebody, we'll have a couple people come on and you guys can bring your own points you want to debate and we'll just have fun. I love that idea. And can I just point out that Chuck Austin was making the point that he's got two fingers 
So maybe he's got two dicks, but like, take it the other way, guys. He's got two fingers, which is way less than five fingers. Maybe he's got no dicks. <laughs> what? No, Lisa, that's not fun. That's not the fun way to look at that. Absolutely not. Rejected. I I got nothing to respond to that with. I just, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just I saying, mean, I'm listen, just... he doesn't need a dick to be great. I will still love him no matter what. But like. I mean, he does still, he does still have the tail. Exactly. That is tea. That is tea. And I don't know if you guys remember, Anna, our friend of the show, Anna, did post a comic cover of Nightcrawler and it was all balls. So maybe there is no dick. <laughs> I mean, I personally would prefer there be a dick because I, otherwise, where's Nocturne coming from? Uh, oh, maybe Sinister. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying, like, okay, it's between zero and one dicks. No more. <laughs> It's between zero and one dicks. I can't. Yeah, this has got to be a debate. We're going to have this. Um, Those of you listening, if you want to come on a live one day to talk about this and debate with Lisa, because she gets very upset about this. It's very funny to me. Come join us. Let us know. It is is not hard to get me riled up. I am from (laughs) I I had absolutely no idea when this podcast started that this is where it would end. I I really didn't. That is every single episode of Beautiful. That means we have done our job. That welcome, welcome it. to the chaos. Exactly. Well, Lance, thank you so much for coming and bringing on this amazing topic. I honestly did thank not you. know what to expect either. And I'll tell you what I didn't expect, Dick. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this is the one time I'm pleasantly surprised by unexpected Dick. So, <laughs> you know, usually it's a little bit more of a like, oh, swipe left. How did this become more of a dick episode than the tail episode? Like, I know they're oh. different features, Girl. but like, how? Girl, you know why. Come on. You know why. Because <sighs> any, ch- uh, any chance. Anyway, guys, uh, Lance, again, thank you so much for joining us. Tell, tell everybody thank out you. there where they can find you. I don't know that they can find me. I don't really have that much of a, of a presence uh, out there. Um, can I, can I, is it okay if I, if I bring up a friend, another friend's pro- podcast? Though? Yeah. Sure, is that okay? Okay. Uh, my friend Mark and Emily have a podcast called uh, we can do this all day where they review MCU movies. So Ooh, give that sweet. give that a shot. Uh, I think their latest episode, they talk about their five saddest MCU moments. So oh, maybe God. not the best one to start with, uh, unless you got the, the tissues nearby for, you know, for the for the sad moments. But, uh, but yeah, I'll give it a shot. It. I'll I, watch it because I guarantee you that Vision dying is one of them. And I'll just fucking eat some popcorn. If Tony Stark dying is one of them over literally everything that happened in Wakanda Forever, which should be fair, if they record it before Wakanda Forever, fine, I guess. But also, like... No, absolutely. You know what? We have to listen to that now. Okay. We'll have to get them on the show and debate. <laughs> we're we're going to have a new podcast coming up. It's going to be called, it's going to be called, We Can Get Angry About What We Talk About. <laughs> so that's all day. Yes. All, all day. day. All day. <laughs> exactly. Well, everyone that out great, there. Though. Right. Thank you guys all for joining us for another absolutely fantastic episode of Simply Amazing. And we were so happy to have Lance here with us uh, to give us some amazing things to talk about. Uh, Lauren, tell them where they can find you, girl. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at FriendlyMBHDBI. If you hate Twitter, like a lot of people seem to, which is valid, um, I'm on Hive. I'm still trying to figure that out. It's still kind of slow, but it's pretty. It's rainbow, so it feels gayer. I don't know. Um, But I have the same handle there, so you can find me on Hive if that's more your suiting. 
Um, I do a show on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, uh, your friendly neighborhood comic show. So you can pop on there. We have a discord so you can find that through the channel or you can find that on the Twitter for that as well. And, uh, also if you are a Kurt fan and you're not part of the nightcrawler discord, I don't know why you aren't, but you should join. So I'll make sure to put that in the description of this, uh, episode for you guys. So you can click that invite and join the party. It's a lot of fun amazing all right everybody well thank you guys again so much for joining us for another fantastic episode of simply amazing and uh we need to let everybody know officially we are going to be doing our live we have uh planned it it is ready to go i'm so glad i looked at the date because i had it wrong in my head but it is (laughs) december december 2nd at 8 p.m <laughs> You're blowing on someone's ears right now. That poor person. Oh, sorry. Anyway, we are so excited. We're going to be uh, giving away a hand signed uh, uh, first uh, first issue of Excalibur by Chris Claremont. We yep. have lots of other stuff we're probably going to give away. I don't know. I've been making all these fucking charms. The most recent one I made had Nightcrawler on one side and Wolverine eating a, a banana on the other side. I so love maybe it. I'll give, maybe we'll give away. I love away. it. Speaking of deck, the banana's there. It's good enough. Ooh, it's good Girl, enough. Um, I, I can say I do have two pieces of Kurt art we'll be giving away that I have. Um, so that'll be exciting. Um, they're from some artists you guys might know too. So excited to yes. give those away yes. to y'all. Yeah, one of them's name is Lisa, and it's a stick figure. No, it's actual real real art by real people. Uh, Yeah, so come join our live December 2nd. It's going to be on Twitch. If you want all the information, go check out our website. Go check out our Twitter. That's where all the information is going to be. Uh, We are um, on uh, our website is simplyamazingpod.com. All of our socials are there. You can find uh, all the information. That's how Lance signed up, even though he met Lauren before. He did sign up through the Uh website. And if you guys want, if anyone out there wants to talk about anything Kurt related, like we'll literally talk about anything clearly clearly uh and be be forewarned because whatever you decide you want to talk about it will get to dicks so you know <laughs> be aware of that it, it will yeah it will. It, yes. lance I can knows. To that. Yes. yeah lance knows so um so yeah so if you're out there uh wondering what's going on and what to do well come join us on december 2nd there's no reason not to it's going to be a great time and if you also are out there setting up your Christmas tree or your Hanukkah menorah or doing whatever you like to do for the holidays, well, welcome to December, baby. We're going to have a good time and you are simply amazing. <laughs>